I think I need another cheeseburger Try Diggy. Try Diggy Murr. Go ahead and go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. This is, uh, you were asking the, about the, the shirt. shirt. Uh, you on point Fife? All the time, Tip. I gave it a little something. All the time, <laughs> Tip. <laughs> oh, are you on, are, are you on point Fife? All of the time, All Tip. All of the time. I have, I have, have no idea. Added the word. I have no idea. <laughs> All of the time. Mr. Tip. All of the time, Tip. Well, I don't get. I don't understand the <laughs> reference. I, you guys are all gaga over the shirt. I, I just, I, I apologize. Yeah, I mean, you Fife Dog and mm. Q Tip. Does that ring a bell? Is that, is that get the jar, the uh, memory so jar? One a is bit. a flautist, and um, the other one is a hygienist. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. That's true. That's true. That's it, yeah. The who who moonlight as successful MCs from the late '80s into the uh-huh. '90s. Okay, right, right. hip hop artist. So this is a, this is a famous lyric uh, from a tribe called okay. Quest song. Uh, okay. Well, not even a lyric, actually. Not e- it's just the, between verses. I think they were bantering at one another to get each so other pumped here, up. Okay, then let you me know. give it another read. Okay, you on point five mm-hmm. all the time. Tip is that closer to reality? That's, that's, that's a little better. Okay. In your quasi white yeah. guy way, yeah, that that I, that I hit, felt hit that you tried to add more <laughs> seasoning to it, and so for that, I'll give you a passing grade. <laughs> Let me get down into it. Yo, yeah, point five. Yeah. Oh, time yeah. tip. Yeah, you went from boiled chicken <laughs> to like boiled chicken okay. in a stock. I got. I'm getting oh, into okay. it here. Okay, hold on. Out of making. Yo, point five. Oh, time go. tip. <laughs> okay. Okay. Somebody, somebody, give it to yeah, me. Come I on. Think... What's it? What's it? That's okay, a passing right. grade. You on point five all oh, the time, sorry. tip. I got it. It's just very yeah. Got dull time. You on point five all the time, tip. Yeah, that's better. That's good. Yep. All right, yeah. 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 look at that. You went from you went from a you went from a C to a to okay. a B plus. All right, there we go. All right, I'll take a B plus. Look, I'm the whitest man alive. I can't do yeah. nothing. I there's nothing I can do about it. Yeah, that's right. I mean, you would, but you, but you try. You know what I mean? You, you yeah, I actually, you got, I gotta take like, that you got back. Loose for it too. When, I was actually getting tight for it, man. I was remember, actually like, like warming up. Like, I was, yeah, like, 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 like I'm five eight and I'm going for a fucking dunk. I'm like, I'm gonna get this shit this time. I'm going up high. I'm getting bottom of the net on this one, baby. <laughs> hey, is that one of those adjustable? Pop it down to seven and a half. I, I can do eight. I can do eight. Got it. I got eight. Hey, fuck. All right. <laughs> Sounds like a man who's giving himself another inch or two. I got gotcha. you. <laughs> I got eight in me. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're right. I guess it's, it's just the fact that you're. Uh, it kind of reminds me. Do you remember? I think it was TRL. Carson Daly used to. Uh, they they used to when they had like hip hop artists on. He used to like swap it to the African American. Like, oh, yo, I listened to that album. It was so dope. Yeah, he did. Jesus Actually, we Christ, just watched. Why did, why did you? We just watched, uh, what, like, Dark Side of the 90s, I think it was, or Dark Side of the 2000s on Vice. And it was about TRL. And very many clips of him, like, talking to Christina Aguilera, like, the regular California white guy he is. And then, like, him dapping up Ja Rule. And, like, it's very weird. <laughs> I mean, look, I, I'm not going to say it doesn't it doesn't happen. I mean, what are you supposed to do? Okay, so what is the appropriate way to handle yourself in a situation like this? Aren't you supposed to kind of – are you? Here's the question. 
are you supposed to try to relate to the crowd in the room, or should you always just be yourself? And it, I mean, but aren't you gonna get clowned if you don't kind of join up a little bit? Yeah, yeah. I think it's a fine line, right? Like, be yourself, but like, don't like try to assimilate, but don't overdo it. Like, don't yeah. don't bust out that line in, in like the next time you're talking to your fucking black coworker because he's gonna laugh at you. Okay, you know what I mean. Like, well, but, am, I, like, am, I, am I appropriating I, the culture? Am I appropriating the culture if I go into, like, you know, Poi Fife, uh, and I'm doing this thing? Like, like I'm having a spastic yeah, fucking I attack? Mean, yeah, that's probably more racist than the original way you tried to say it. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, you should deliver this, like, you could deliver it normal. I think if you try to gussy it up, you might, you could insult somebody. It depends on the person, I guess, right? I got to tell you, as somebody who came out of the world of broadcasting, I actually get a little irritated with African-American news anchors because I know how they speak off camera and I know how they speak on camera. Baltimore's got a couple notorious guys. Well, this week in the news uh, down here in the uh, Inner Harbor, and then I've seen clips off the air where it's just like, no, they just talk like most black guys you've ever run into. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I would prefer that you use your normal speaking voice as uh, closely as possible and just articulate your words. I don't give a shit. See, but I'm gonna venture, I'm gonna venture a guess that, like, and this is probably long standing in broadcasting, but black guys don't get fucking jobs unless they deliver like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, or do black guys think probably, they? Okay, I do. They think they don't get jobs I, if they don't deliver like that. I think. I think if you ask some black broadcasters, they're probably like, we wouldn't have gotten jobs. Like, now, probably, like, if they're new and, like, 20-something-ish and have, like, a fresh delivery. But, like, them fucking 50, 60-year-old black dudes, like, you know what I mean? Stan Stovall, that guy, fuck, that guy was not one, getting yeah. that fucking job next to Deborah Wiener for fucking <laughs> 20 years without talking like he talks. You know what I mean? <laughs> His name's probably not uh, even Stan Stu Snowball. It's probably like Jamal fucking Williams. And he was like, Stan Snowball. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking people will love it. <laughs> I say, like, St Stuart Scott found a niche when ESPN was, you know, coming alive, starting to be, get more into the, the more, more cultured rather than just a sports show. But it was a sports show, but it was also, it was, it, they were trying to uh, hit a demographic. And in Christ, I mean, I, I watched it every day. I still do, but not. Not like I did when, you know, during my formative years. And, and Stu Scott, I mean, after he passed away, they made a, a whole documentary about how he implemented a certain style and a pizzazz to it that, uh, you know, news anchors of, you know, a certain cloth weren't, uh, weren't but able in to But in Stuart Scott, like a perfect example, like as to what I'm talking about is like Stuart Scott, if you talk, if you saw him talking normally, he, 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 he still had that tone of voice and he still, but he delivered in mm -hmm. a... In a, I don't know, quote unquote, stereotypical, professional, uh, professional way. What's the it is, yeah. But there was yeah, still like was there like, was he wasn't like masking anything. Like yes, I'm a black man talking. It didn't sound like he was trying yeah. to be like a like a 1950s white man on the newsreel between your Korean War footage. Yeah, but see, like you even have the voice because you know that you need it for fucking radio and broadcast. Like you have well, way, to have it in your toolbox. But the way like, I talk to you guys is my normal voice. But like yeah. when I do that, when I do that, I'm mocking what we used to do. And I would like to, I would like to hear a radio broadcast of yours. It, it was this. It was just this because okay. I did morning shows, so this is just how I talk. You know what I mean? Also, oh, well, like my point on St Stuart Scott, which I think you're right. Like. He probably he probably was the first kind of guy that like, you know, 
urbanize, if you will, the uh, the the broadcast. But I also think it's a little bit easier for him because he's broadcasting sports, right? Like, it's sure. he's broadcasting a bunch of black guys parading around for our entertainment. Like, it kind of works out. You know what I'm saying? It works right. in that context. That's I think, true. like, if That's Stuart true. Scott was like, I'm going to be fucking on CNN. I don't think it would have worked. Or Fox News, if you will, right. if that's your flavor. So, but to dial it back, or to go back just a tick or two, I think the idea was Carson Daly had he had his normal mojo, and then when a hip hop artist came on, he he turned, yeah, I listened to that new album and that that was so dope. Give me yeah. some daps, and yeah, and, and it's like, yeah, it was kind of cringy. But I think any given I think Sunday, Car- they even talked about it in that in this like thing we were watching is that Carson Daly had like kind of a natural street cred with all like artists that came to TRL because he did understand the music. Like that's why. Like besides his cookie cutter good look image and like the thing it worked for the, what he was looking at, like he did fucking genuinely like most of the people that were on that show. Like, and then I think towards his later years, like as that shit was kind of running down, he was like, all right, this isn't my music anymore. It's not my, like, I'm now fucking like 30 and these girls are 18. I was like 25, you know, like I think it just like, it was an interesting take. If you guys get a chance to watch, I think it's only a half an hour or two. Uh, You should check it out. But yeah. Well, that's why. That's why Letterman, I think it was Letterman, I think both Letterman and Leno kind of said, like, nah, you know, at some point, you know, you've got, you've got to have Selena Gomez on from the Wizards of Waverly Place or whatever the fuck yeah. it was. And, like, I'm aged True. out of this. I have nothing. Like, I could, like, I could do this presentation show until the day I die, but the yeah. things I'm presenting are out of my fucking wheelhouse. People don't want to see me ask this girl fucking question, this Disney star questions. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. I'm I'm 70. I can't flirt with 18 year olds anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Paul, look at this over Unless here. We got a Glee star. We got someone from Glee. What do you think oh, of that, Paul? Glee. <laughs> 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 Plays a couple chords. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Paul. No, you're not from. <laughs> Walking on sunshine. Whoa. You know. You know who was the best sidekick ever. It was uh, the skeleton uh, named Jeff that fucking Craig Ferguson had the Craig, robot skeleton. Craig Ferguson. Like, Craig <laughs> Ferguson was the most underrated late night oh, host of all absolutely time. Absolutely, you knew you were gonna have a fucking banger of an interview when the guest walked out and he ripped up the blue cards and chucked them over yeah. his shoulder. It was yeah. just like, oh, we're on now, baby. Like this is somebody he wants to talk to, and it's gonna be yep. fucking good. Yeah, he was phenomenal. <clears throat> You know what he would ask him? He'd be like, are you on point five? <laughs> All time, Tip. <laughs> <laughs> Middle class holes, everyone. Murr, Allen, and Fox, man. Hey, I, listen, <clears throat> two things I want to go over. Murr, I know you said you had something to it's totally cross lame. your mind. Actually, these two, things, these two things happened today. So first of all, I'll start with you, uh, Murr. I, had, I actually had to mail something, okay? Ooh. I actually had to put it in one of those street side. Ooh, the blue, the blue uh, box? Uh, Anchored to the yeah, concrete yeah, blue box yeah. mailbox. Uh, it's a buddy of mine who uh, left a, a piece of not expensive but uh, uh, sentimental value jewelry at a vacation thing I was at. So I was like, yeah, don't worry about it. I'll, I'll mail it out to you. And uh, <clears throat> so I was walking the dog. So I opened the door and I realized in the same hand I had mail and dog shit <laughs> in a bag. Yeah. And a younger uh-huh. me 
a much less mature, uh, much, much younger than a 40-year-old Wes Fox may have dropped that poop in there, uh, male or not. But, obviously, I thought of you and I thought of a lot of other male men and male women, and male people, uh, <laughs> but I can't say male people, I don't know. Male persons. <laughs> Le- letter carrier. There you go. <laughs> letter carrier, there you go. <laughs> You're right. We, what we you, are PC that's here, that's the Apple. actual job title. <laughs> The, the well, yeah, uh, I don't even fucking know. I mean, we just still go by letter Mail carrier. Man. I guess we go letter by letter carrier, carrier now. Mail, mail carriers. Well, well, see, honestly, I don't even know because now we deliver more packages than we do letters. So it's yeah. God knows. <laughs> mail packages. <laughs> mail packages. <laughs> Delivery men. <clears throat> go on. Right, gotcha. So, uh, my question: First of all, you you don't you don't deal with these? Uh, Not anymore. Bins, I did. We do. Yeah. We. Uh, how do you fucking think the mail okay. gets out of them? And it's the most rudimentary thing. Well, yeah. no, I just yeah. I just thought you you bypassed that. I thought they streamlined you to. Uh, yeah. No, I mean I don't deal with it anymore. But like, yes, I mean it's something. It's it's a port. Some people do. In my, it just depends on the route and where you are. But yes, it's the most rudimentary thing. You would think that. You might think that there's more inside there than meets the eye, oh, but there's not. It's just a rusty old metal fucking box, and we actually shove a plastic mm-hmm. tub inside there to catch the stuff, and most of the time it doesn't even fall in that, so you got to just pull the thing open, and you got to just use your hands and get it all out of there. A lot of cigarette butts, because uh, I think people think it's going to catch... Poop. Bags of, you know, bags um, of poop? You know, you th- not a lot of bags of poop. And the fact that you said you were going to dump some poop in there, I'm like, wow, I'm pretty amazed I've never encountered poop in there. There's not a lot. That, I don't want to give away too many things that you could potentially do with one of those. But, yeah, I mean, if you can uh-huh. dream it, you can see it. <laughs> gotcha. If you, and that, that would be yeah. a federal yes, crime, right? If you got yeah. caught defacing mm-hmm. something. Or, yeah. Okay. Yeah, shoving yeah. poop down yeah. there. Yeah, I, and by the way, uh, oh. just another little fun fact for you, because a lot of people are like, oh, you, you shoved my package in the mailbox and you didn't put it on the porch. Well, fun fact here, if somebody steals something out of your mailbox, it's a federal crime. If they steal it off your porch, it's a fucking local uh, municipality bullshit you got to yeah. deal with. Then it, it's just regular theft if it's off your porch. It's a fucking federal bang you in the ass crime if we, uh, you take it out of the mailbox. Yeah. So you're lucky that we <clears throat> put it in the mailbox. Yeah, off your porch, it's... Uh... A slap on the wrist. Out of your mailbox, it's Uncle Sam pulling your pants and his pants down and showing you what Uncle Sam has to deliver. And let me tell you something. It's not Keith on a Friday night after a few beers. <laughs> you on point, Fife? I don't know. I just pictured... I just... <laughs> you on point, Keith? Uh, sometimes. Uh, <laughs> I just I just assumed Keith was just some withering fucking idiot who happened to get laid every now and then and has a small okay. penis that's all uh <clears throat> okay so yeah that's all i just i thought about dropping a bag of poop down there and i thought of you and i said you know what i better just take this to where it goes a bin that's about 100 yards away where it belongs where other dog shit goes um <clears throat> so here's my next question for you all i cooked a great meal tonight god did some grilled ribeyes did some smashed potatoes that's where you boil them, then you uh, smash them down flat, and then Throw you bake them, them a little bit. Some butter and salt mm-hmm. and pepper. Yeah, in the oven to crisp them up, and then did some steamed vegetables. Only bad thing is the grill. <laughs> the bottom of the grill uh, gave way. So <laughs> I, it's, I, I need a new grill. Oh, it's a gas though? Um, otherwise, <clears throat> it's a... Okay, all right. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I had only had the, 
the ribeyes on there for about three or four minutes. So I rolled the dice having an open flame next to a propane tank and a hose. I figured it was okay. The fallen part was covering most of the propane tank. Uh, but any, anyway, brought them in, threw them in a cast iron, threw them in the oven for a little bit, and uh, put some blue cheese crumble on top of them. I said, during dinner, I said, God, this is hillbilly good. And Sarah tongue lashed and said, it's not hillbilly good. It's classy. Blue cheese crumble on top of a steak is classy. I don't know why the fuck you keep no, saying that. And I was like, I don't, I don't. Okay. All right. I, <clears throat> I feel yeah, better um, now. I just think it's fucking unnecessary. No. Yeah. Well, one, it's fucking gross, first of all. And two, fucking. Ooh, I beg to differ. Blue cheese, how is mold pebbles fucking classy? I got, well, I got to take over. Go throw, get, get Sarah's ass on here. Hold on, wait. I, I, can, I, I, I can, I can explain. I can explain how it's classy. It's classy because no hillbilly in his right mind would actually go rummaging through a supermarket for well, cheese crumbles. So yeah. it's classy because rich folks who can afford to put dumb shit on their steaks will go out and buy it and say it's good because most people don't do it. So that's what quote unquote makes it. That's what makes it bougie. It's like well, because most people don't do this, so it has to be good, right? Like squeezing a uh, a billion fish eggs out of a fucking sturgeon and saying like, "Hmm, it's delightful." No, it's fishy and raw and disgusting, and yeah, it's, it's caviar and expensive for no reason. That's why. I thought I. It's okay, hold on. So bear with me now. I, there's a there's an economic divide that I think we're both jumping over on like both parts of the of this weird Venn right. diagram here. From my take on this was that, <clears throat> that uh, yes, while there may be occasionally a steakhouse that does it uh, just just for, you know, like just for showing off, like, oh, we have this beautiful ribeye with a, a little bit of blue cheese crumble that it's finished off in the broiler. I, on the other hand, have been to a few places where like it's French fries with, with cheese and blue cheese crumble and things like that on top of it and bacon bits. I've always, I've always associated blue cheese crumble with, with, Redneck, I, I and I, maybe I'm wrong. Not redneck, maybe I, maybe. but like I don't associate it with fucking class. Like I put wings in it. Okay. Like I, you know what I mean. Like I don't. I don't. At no point in time have I gone to a fucking very expensive meal and been like, you know what I'm gonna do? Put blue cheese in this dish. Like I, I don't know. It's just well, this is blue cheese. Yeah, crumble. but the, either way, fucking same shit. Like <laughs> the crumbles are in the fucking cheese liquid. I get it. I get what you're saying. I'm just shortening my shit. But like, again, and then again, even if you go to a fucking restaurant that has this option, it's the cheapest of the options. Get your blue cheese crumble, poor. I'm going to get fucking crab on mine. Like, no, fuck no, no. I hope she listens to this. I know she doesn't, but I hope she listens to this shit. Stupid. Okay. Let me, let me clarify, before you dive in, let me clarify. These were not expensive ribeyes. These were... Uh, <clears throat> I put them in, I, I got them to room temp, pat dried them, yeah. put some Montreal steak on them, yeah. grilled them for 10 minutes, and then put blue cheese crumble and threw them in the, in the broiler on high for two or three okay. minutes. To let that's it, that's yeah. fine. I just, look, bottom line is yeah. the blue cheese crumble, no matter where you go, steakhouse, whatever, they're going to, it's quote unquote an upsell to get your blue cheese yeah. on there. So I'm not saying it is classy, it's fake classy, but yeah. no self respecting hillbilly is going to get blue cheese on their steak. Yeah. So it's not hillbilly, but it's True. fake bougie. So it's technically a quote-unquote classy option for a steak, but it's an unnecessary option, in my opinion. And by the way, Montreal steak so, seasoning is garbage. I'll get you a good fucking steak seasoning. I it literally, is. it's, dude. It's actually all, it's Aldi brand steak okay. seasoning. 
uh, which is like kind of like, like a knockoff a, Montreal State. Listen, you didn't even I, get the real stuff. It happened to be next to the everything bagel oh, seasoning. Well, I, I like, would rather Ooh. have and I was everything kind of bagel seasoning than Montreal steak seasoning on my steak. <clears throat> let me do, let me let me be clear. I got steak seasoning, everything bagel seasoning with Asiago cheese, and everything bagel seasoning with jalapeno. It was like a. I did a supermarket sweet style. Very nice. I would have taken any of the other yeah, options so. besides the garbage you sprinkled on your steak. I mean, that just sounds like the worst steak possible. I'm not saying you didn't try hard and you didn't do a good job cooking them. I'm just saying yeah, your flavor man. choices were just subpar. Yeah, to each their own, but that sounds like you've ruined a piece of meat. Yeah, you might as well have done it well done. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, but fucking just slathered in A1. Well, let me, okay, let me backtrack a minute. Murr, you said, and I'm not going to take the bait on this, <laughs> fuck you guys, uh, <clears throat> uh, that you said no self-respecting redneck would. So what would a self-respecting redneck well, do? Well Ketchup, done, well done A1? with A1. Yeah. Uh, uh, Polynesian sauce? No, because they, they're too racist for Polynesia. They don't even know where that is, and they don't want to have any part of it. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it's uh, it's over by no, the Caribbean. No, I think a good, I just a, 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 honestly, I think a redneck steak is probably the best steak you've ever fucking had. I think a redneck steak is probably about an inch and a half thick, borderline roast. It's a borderline roast yeah. cut. Um, it's yeah. done for five mm. and a half hours on a fucking smoker while you're getting drunk on bourbon. Um, it's probably slathered in like homemade spices that they grew in a garden that they it's dry rub. Yeah, dry they dry rub. They dry rubbed it and sure. from with. Lots of salt, lots of garlic, yeah, lots think, of pepper. I think he's, he he's spot on, except it was cooked on an engine block and not on an actual piece of grilling equipment. That's fine. Fair enough. I was going to say, well, you, could do, you could do the direct and then indirect. So you sear it and then you that's do the That's how I, I mean, I sear it in oven finish, but... See, I do cast, yeah. all cast iron. I mean, but if I am yes. going to get, if I want that smokiness, then I will, so I'll sear it, I'll throw it on the grill for like 15 minutes, Finish it in the oven with a, and then I'll put it back on for a double ending sear. So that's a lot of handling. It is a lot of handling, but with the cast iron, you can go from point A to point B, from point B to well, point yeah. A. And I, I do mine in cast iron, but I just throw it in the oven. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Go from top to top. What you can do is this. This is a this is a genius thing. You get some like uh, room temp butter, and do thyme and garlic, and then get a whip, and then put it in a uh, <clears throat> like a uh, like a uh, a rolled up style in uh plastic wrap yeah. put it in the freezer oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. though i will say that or slices and time is overrated it's just time is overrated it's 100 percent overrated i think Holy it's just shit. more of a garnish it just need it, yeah. some people just want that green in there because to me it just tastes like i don't know like dirt i don't know i don't like time hate it adds nothing yeah, to it's, the not flavor it's not great it's not great you on point time never tip <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. That's all I had. Oh God! Or what are we doing? Is this just like uh, like smorgasbord? Hey, it's open. It's fucking free form. It's free form. Like this is man. But look, we got we like got a turn, fucking guy who turned himself into a collie. We, we got a guy who turned himself okay, into a collie. The only thing I really want to say, I wasn't sure how deep we could go on this, but um, is the greeting card industry going to price itself out out of existence? Uh, I have to. I had, Marie's birthday is coming does up. It still, does it still exist? It does, and I think the thing is, is I think they're trying to make up for the lack of greeting card purchases by raising the price on current greeting cards, yet they don't have the writing staff to actually make a greeting card worth the amount of money you're paying for. Five ninety five for a fucking piece of cardboard that's not worth the fucking, like, words that are written on it? Like, Listen, kiss my I'm ass. A, I am a staunch anti-greeting card fucking advocate. 
Okay. I have always been against it. Don't fucking give me a card. I'm gonna throw it. I will throw it on the ground in front of you after I take the money out of it. Like it was a waste of money. You shouldn't have fucking done that. You should have gave me the fucking five dollars. Yeah. You know, like uh, yeah, I I didn't even know it was still a thing. Where would you even go? Do can you still go to like Giant and get a fucking greeting yeah, card? You can go to, to you can that go your, yeah. You can go okay. to your grocer. Any pharmacy? Yeah, pharmacy, grocer, you can go to uh Walmart. Uh there's still a Hallmark in existence uh where near where I am. I was and... gonna say there used to be a Walmart, a Hallmark over by my house. But like Hallmark cards are yeah. like the creme de la creme. You're paying like eight dollars, ten dollars for that. God forbid you put sound in the motherfucker. That's at least a twenty dollar card yeah. at this point. Like a three D pop card. That's a million dollars. You got to blow now that you? kind of shit. I'll say this, like the the pop up card or the uh, like the the musical card, like to me that's like one they're lame and yeah they're not worth it, but the price on them seems relevant because there's quote unquote technology involved in using it. But but the the other cards, the writing shit, they're not clever. Uh, most of them are like, uh, you know what time it is. Me neither. Time for more wine. Ha 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 ha. Happy... <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> happy, happy birthday. What time is it? Just... Wine o'clock. The only whining that happens on your birthday comes in a long stem glass. Ha 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 ha. Like that's it. They're all that's all the jokes. I definitely got one once that had like the sound and it was like the Nokia fucking ringtone of tequila. So it's just like boop 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 boop. I'm like, God damn it! This, I hate this. I hate. Who brought me this? <laughs> I hate it. Probably, probably some white friend, yeah, some white person. Absolutely, they were like, "Don't you love tequila, man?" <laughs> but I feel like the sentiment that you're proposing here, Alan, is, is "fuck the greeting card." Is it's a stereotypical male sentiment. We don't care. We don't care about your card. Yeah, no. All that sentimentality bullshit. No. We put it to put it to this. Get me a gift that you thought about, and we're good. But from the women's side. If you don't get the card, it doesn't complete the accoutrement. It doesn't complete the outfit. It doesn't complete like yeah. everything well, that you're supposed to get. I don't know. I'll tell you, my but, my bottom bitch is not very very greeting card fucking savvy either. So, so well, what she does is she buys. You mean your yeah, wife? Yes, that's just my bottom <laughs> bitch. Uh, so she <laughs> fucking buys blanks, and then we just say thank you, Alan and Kelly. Happy birthday. Suck a dick. Alan and Kelly, and like that's it. And that that we don't. That's not you get nothing special. I want you to throw it away. Throw it away in front of me. <laughs> Listen, first of all, you said you would be last week. You said you would be my Archimime when I yeah. die. Oh yes, absolutely. My birthday is my bro. My birthday is coming up in about seven weeks. I want happy birthday, suck a dick, Alan okay. and Kelly. All yeah. right? I don't know Please. your street address all again, right. but yeah, send it to. I'll, I'll, I'll so I'm gonna make I'm gonna that. give a job to a letter carrier. He's gonna send it. I'm gonna put yeah. a stamp on it. Sixty five mm-hmm. cents. Uh, I don't know. Jesus <laughs> Christ! This is fucking ridiculous. America, fuck, greatest country in the world. So Sixty five cents for a stamp. God, get the fuck out of here. Is this England? So I, th- I think, yeah, this is pounds, <laughs> ounces. Uh, I do think that there is a. We can agree that there's a definitive line between thank you cards and. Like birthday Bob, like, cards of of, of any varieties, scenes. anniversaries, birthdays, graduations, uh, uh christenings, yeah, like you know, uh, bar mitzvahs, like, you know, and like all some of those sound like reasonable sympathy cards. Hold on, we can say oh, sympathy. Yeah, yeah, that, that that that. Uh, sorry for your loss. Uh, that that's that's not what we're talking about. I feel like, I, but I do feel like okay. 
let's say I wanted to write like a card and I wanted it to be kind of like ha 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 witty. But isn't it kind of weird if I wrote like a joke that I came up with while I was sitting on the toilet and and like tried to pass it off like like hey, there's no time to whine unless it's in a stemmed glass. Ha ha. And I wrote that. Like that's lame. But if I give it to you in a fucking like Hallmark fucking card that has like a font, all of a sudden it, it doesn't matter how lame it is. P.S. I came up with this punchline while water was getting shot in my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, my, my point was is that okay, I, there was years ago someone was we were talking. I I came up with some lame ass excuse as to why the toilet seat being up and down was like <clears throat> you know, like men have to pick the toilet seat up. Gravity works on your side as women, so we don't have to put the toilet seat down. You can just flick it and it'll go down. And she said, it's a fucking man's world. You guys own everything. Give us that. And this is where I'm like coming full circle because you guys said you don't care about cards. You don't care about birthday cards, anniversary, Christmas. I don't even give really give a shit about the whole wedding. Oh, no. Like, you know, announcements. Just tell me where to be. Just say. And then give like, you know, I don't. If you want me to fill something out with a yes, no, I'll have, I'll have ribeye with blue cheese crumble. <laughs> I'll have salmon, whatever. Fine, I'll do that. But. What we're talking about now is like, if it was truly a man's decision, these things wouldn't exist. I don't care. I don't want. I don't say happy birthday to me. You messaging me <laughs> via social media, a text, a call, or in my face, happy birthday. You're right. I don't want fucking Pee Wee Herman like tequila. I don't know. I kind of want that card. No, if that was a card that existed, like if he was doing like the thing, like it was just a cardboard cut out. Oh of well, like, see, that's different. That's it. That's worth it. But if you're not going to get me a present and you do want to get me something, I guess a card does fucking make a little bit of sense. No, like, so weddings, perfect example. Like, $100 bill, congrats on your wedding. And what, you happy, write, 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 happy write in, nuptials? Writing right yeah. on the, the, the money? Hmm. No, on the uh, we, blank cards. I, shit, we probably give Christmas ones to motherfuckers. You all don't even notice there's $100 in it. Like, and it doesn't say anything sentimental. You know, let's get ready for nuptials, Alan and Kelly. Hope you bought dance floor insurance, Alan and Kelly. Like that's it. Just fucking. That's, that's nothing. Fucking. Quick and to the point. Done. Here's your hundred dollars. Beat it. God damn, you should be working for this fucking card company. Hope you bought dance floor insurance. You know, like you that's look at my Instagram. It says like accredited wedding dance floor slayer or some bullshit. <laughs> and that's like the fourth iteration of it. The... Hope you put the tile dance floor over the carpet. I hope you actually shelled out and spent yeah, your money I mean, wisely, look, right? You should put that over there because if not, you're going to have some burnt up carpet after I'm done fucking cutting the rug. So <laughs> you're going to have to pay for that shit. <laughs> Insurance ain't going to cover the fucking no, burn sir. marks. I'm ready to fucking. And if, and if tequila mm-hmm. comes on, whoo wee. Yeah. <laughs> put PYT on and watch what happens. <laughs> uh, well, Murr, I hope nope. that answers your question. Okay, well, you're going to go to Hallmark tomorrow? You got something coming up? You got something brewing? I had brewing? to buy birthday cards for Maria. And then I, and, and, and anytime I see, like, a card that's like, oh, that's kind of clever, I'll go ahead and buy it, and I'll file it away. So like when I forget, away. Yeah, so when I forget somebody's birthday, it's like, oh, shit, so-and-so's birthday's coming up. But I got a card. Like, I've, I just always have one in the house just in case. And then it cost me, like, 15 bucks. For like two cards, I'm like, what Crazy. the fuck is this? Yeah. 
They're not that clever. Pay like three dollars for a hundred blank Thomas Kincaids. But see, but see, (laughs) but see, yeah, and give give those give those to William. Give him a blank fucking surface and be like, hey, look, and then lie to him about the person and the anniversary and what's coming up, and then just sign your name on the bottom. That's That's a good way out. Is like if you don't, okay, for when you guys maybe if you ever have kids and you forget somebody's birthday. Or something like, and you have a random card in the house. Let's say it's a sympathy card, like "Sorry about your loss," but it's their birthday. Then you have the kid sign it, and then you say, "Oh, we let we let William pick it out. This is what he grabbed." And then you just laugh it off like it was some fucking stupid like <laughs> child who didn't know how to read. That's fair, but at the end of the Blame night, on the dumb like, kid. that couple's going home and be like, "Can you believe the fucking idiots? They didn't even look at the card." <laughs> Well, again, talk about took our kids' word for it. Well, this Christmas, I let William go to the dollar store, and I was like, "Hey, buddy, here's your here's your list of people we're buying for." And I let him just pick shit out from the dollar store to give his Christmas gifts. It's perfect because they can't tell the kid this Beautiful. gift sucks, and they have to pretend that they like it. You just got to use your kid for all things. I'm gonna be running out of time here soon, though. He's gonna be nine, and it's just it's not gonna go over as well. Yeah. So what did you get like a dollar store? You say like a like a Dollar yeah. General or something like that. So what, so what, so someone got a plunger, someone got uh, like a couple of Brillo pads, uh, someone got like a brush. like a fit. Yeah, someone got a really cheap uh, uh, exercise band. Um, let's see here. Like a, think like of, a, maybe a boxed, like a, a boxed yoga ball that you got to blow up. My my sister in law right. got. Um, <laughs> Hangers. I got some hangers. <laughs> my, my sister-in-law got some good 1990s uh, scrunchies for her hair. Uh, they're back, though. <laughs> they're back, bro. My brother got some uh, uh, some work-slash-fishing-slash-gardening gloves. Uh, you know, the list, the list goes Those are not the same. <laughs> your, is your brother, does your brother garden? No, but, oh. you know. Or fish? Really. No, not really. Or work? Yeah, yeah a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but, they, but you know, you, you have the trifecta. You can wear them for whatever. Yeah. Does he wear gloves he could, to he could, work? He I'm, just, I'm just trying to think of the logic here. No, but be he an eight year old and, and just know imi- that he needed to buy a gift. That's fair. He could imitate the he could imitate the Undertaker. That's right. I just thought like maybe he saw him gardening or something. You know what I mean? He was like, I Unc, Unc needs some gloves. And fucking yeah, Uncle Dewey like, needs gloves. gloves. I like it. Everything love, man. Where you know you got you got to do some food prep. You throw on your universal glove. One one size fits no one. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see here. Someone got some uh, some uh, some sort of body wash of some sort. You know, <laughs> some candy that expires tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Like the, the Rolos of some sort. That beautiful. Good. Good idea. Good idea, man. Good idea. All right, we're uh, a little over a half hour in. Before we get to fun fact, Freddie, do you want? Okay, so a Japanese native guy spent fourteen grand on a collie suit. Have you guys seen it? Oh, what do you guys think? I'm going to share this. Oh, with I've you. seen yeah, it. I saw it. Um, Apparently, Sarah said, "Oh, it's been all over the news." He, Guy's name goes by Toko. Is he Asian? Yes. Is this Japan? Yes. This is not unusual to me. This is, I mean, I, I have to say, when I saw the story come across the, 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 the wire layer, if you will, I was like, what the fuck is this? Now, I mean, is he just... So it looked like the dog had a nose implant. Dude, <laughs> I can see that seam there, yeah. Bottom line <laughs> is, 
very natural. This is a passable, like, I mean, that, that, one's, a, that one's a little off, a little bit. No, just, I would be like, why is it, it's Paul's it's legs so long? Its but, front but, legs look very yeah. long. Because there's a human in there. There's no, no, I know that. But like you would, I would pick up on that. But but, but oh, I got bread with a, a, a micro collie. Bread with a, a giant but look, collie. Bottom line is, it's passable. It made a melancholy. <laughs> it looks like a dog that has a debilitating illness and is probably like fourteen and needs to be taken to the vet for the special shot. That's but true. if you, but seeing it in the park like that, that I mean, it's passable. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be walking by at a rapid rate of speed and be like, "Oh, it's a guy in a dog suit." That looks like a fucking dog suit, man. That's a twenty thousand no. dollar dog suit. But I probably would be like, "That's the biggest fucking collie I've ever seen." True. Like, it's gigantic. But yeah, it's yeah. yeah. Look, people are weird, man. People have always been weird. I think yeah. it's just not like now we've got a nice little culture war going on in the in in our country where we're like weird fucking weirdos. Like so. I think it's just highlighting weird, but that guy didn't build, didn't just tur- make a twenty thousand dollar. Like that's years in the making. That guy's been doing, thinking and doing this shit for decades. Yeah, this is this actually reminds me. <clears throat> there was an instance when I was a kid, and I don't remember. It, it was the dead of summer. I mean, I'm talking like a hundred degrees something or other. Me and my brother were. I I don't remember what we were planning on doing, but. Whatever we were planning on doing and what we were like, yeah, that sounds like a great idea. Let's spend the next hour doing that. I was like, you know what would make this better and make this a more enjoyable experience? I should go put on my zip-up snowsuit. Let me go dig this out from the winter clothes. And I put it on and I got up the stairs and my brother was like, what the fuck are you doing? That's fucking weird. Take that shit off. Like, we don't need to do that. I was like, damn, that's weird. You know, every now and then you just need that policing. You need that vetting. You need that uh, you need that person to be like, that's weird. And no one's told this guy, like, hey, man, you spent 14 grand on a fucking dog suit. That What are you going to do now? I mean, is he going to live in it? Is he just going to walk that's the parks? That's what he wants to do. Is he just going to, He wants to live as a dog. And the problem is, and this is where it gets touchy. So he's good. is he going to eat dog food? So. I hope people, I hope everybody in the park that sees him every day fucking shoves a dog biscuit in his fucking $20,000 mouth. I hope that's what they fucking do. And I hope he has to fucking chomp it down. Because if you want me to recognize you as this thing, you better fucking play all the parts. I'm going to go get some Alpo. I'm going to get the wet food, man. I'm going to get the shit that just smells like a fucking salmon's asshole. And I'm going to be like, ooh, eat up. Eat up, pookie dookie. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Ooh, Toko. Hey, Toko. Yum, 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 yum. That seam looks like it's pretty closed up. It works. The tongue flops out. I don't know if he's got something going on where if he just opens his chin, like it all happens. Yeah, but man, yeah. I'm shoving shit in there. I'm shoving raw two day old fish in there and say, have fun with your fucking new life as a four legged motherfucker. The problem is, Wes, is that somehow we're not allowed to recognize things as weird. It's fine. If you want to be weird, be weird. But don't be offended if I call you weird. Now calling somebody weird is a fucking hate crime. That's the problem with all this. Right. And when you're not allowed to put people in place because you're too afraid of your speech, then this is what you get from it. All the shit that's going on in the world right now, I got no problem with anybody wanting to be happy and have a loving, fun-filled, adventurous life. But I can still call you fucking weird, and it can still be true. Two things sure. can be true at once. You can be happy, and you can be fucking weird. Yeah. I don't disagree with that. 
But this guy I mean, needs to be shamed. I'm, I'm on board. Maybe with like the shame. only the only I'm thing on... I would disagree with is like probably we maybe probably shouldn't have called people weird like just as a generalization because you know, fucking you you probably stuff some stuff up your butt when you jerk off or something. Yeah, I don't know. You're, you got weird tendencies. Wes got weird tendencies. I got weird tendencies. Everybody's a little mm. weird. We're fucking weird creatures. Like, Listen, maybe... I play, I play you know, Dungeons... Maybe we shouldn't fucking be just bullying motherfuckers, but sometimes you got to. And this is maybe one of those occasions where bullying might have worked. Nah, man. Like, okay. Again, just between me and you before we get back to the show. <laughs> like, all the trans bullshit. Like, it's yeah. weird. It, you're weird. You're a weirdo. I'm not going to fight you over it. I'm not going to, like, shove your face in a pile of dog shit that's, because of it. That's less weird to me than fucking, than, like, this shit. You know what I mean? Because, like, there have been motherfuckers, there have been trannies back in fucking ancient Roman time. Like, they're, they have existed. Sure. People, they have just, like, and even then, they were accepted in society. Fucking Julius Caesar's butt fucking trannies. Like, you know what I mean? It was It was socially acceptable. They were fucking deviants back then. But it was totally fine. And then, like, the 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 Christo European fucking like era took over, and then it became this like very big taboo. And now I think we're at a point where like it's just you. These people exist; have always existed. Here we are. Listen, I played Dungeons and Dragons in my teen years, and I got fucking called weird, and not yeah. just like a little weird, not just like, "Hey, Wes likes the Andy Dick show," but Wes is fucking weird, weird. <laughs> I didn't even spend four. Yeah, that's weird, <clears throat> weird. Out of bully stress. I didn't spend 14 grand on a fucking dog suit and be like, you know what? I want to parade around the park. And by yeah. the way, Murr, this idea of feeding him is fucking ingenious. It's I mean, that, that, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it has to have been done at this point, I would think. I mean, look, if you want to be a thing and you want to be accepted and you don't want to be, mm-hmm. like, shamed for it, then you got to fucking take everything that comes with it. And I think that think... has... Go ahead. No, sir. Do you think, they, like, you take, they take him to the vet? And I hope so. I so hope when he, he gets to be, like, 70 he and he's... Thermometer? Got... <laughs> because I he's a dog? He's... I hope when he's 70 and he just gets arthritis and can't jump up on the couch anymore, they just fucking put him down. Like, yay, buddy, this right, is... Buddy. This is the life you chose, and this yeah. is the death I'm giving you. <laughs> gives, yeah, they got to give him all. Can't, he's got to give all can't, the. Can't walk upstairs no more. He's got to get all of his shots, though, right? Oh, yeah. Babies, worms, uh, yeah. heartworms. Yeah, uh, what else is there? Look, I, I mean, I guess this comes back down. I don't know. I don't want it to get, like, turned into a fucking serious subject, but, like. It just goes to kind of show you, like, you know, some delusions you shouldn't fucking, like, champion. Like, the lady who's walking him in the park. Like, to me, she's complicit in this guy's, like, mental demise. There's something wrong here. I'm sorry. There's something wrong with this individual. He should seek psychiatric counseling. Uh, but no, he's... Sp- I mean, but look, bottom line, it's his money. If he wants to spend it, it's a very strange duality that goes on in my mind. It's just don't ask me to call you Taco or whatever he's calling himself. and Toco. And really pretend you're a dog. Because if you want that, then you're... Then I'm, I'm going to fucking, like... I'm going to fucking pet you in weird spots. But he probably <laughs> likes that. That's... See, I think you're... Yeah, like, the feeding thing might be the one thing that gets it. And, like... <laughs> I think where we agree is that, like, I don't give a fuck. Like, I do get to call you weird, though. And, like, yeah. you know, there are, at this point, I think the, the threshold of weird is obviously raised a little bit. This is still fucking weird. This was weird when we were kids. This is weird when we were in high school. This is weird fucking now. Like, I, it's just fucking weird. 
I think the most fun thing to do besides feed him, well, maybe in, in, in conjunction with feeding him, is, like, really start giving him the rub down. You know how, like, you scrub a dog, and then you just say fucking evil shit to them because they don't understand you? Like, ooh, Tuco, you dumb motherfucker. You belong in a psychiatric hospital. You are so fucking weird. You're the weirdest fucking dog. You're the weirdest fucking dog. Yeah. I'm going to put you down one day. Yes, I am. I'm he would love it. Some sodium, <laughs> some sodium pentothal right in the butt cheek. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> You're going to get neutered next week. Ooh, can't wait. <laughs> Might be you're, right. And you're right that she's complicit. I, I'm telling you. Oh, yeah. She, that's got to be his friend, right? Yes. I'm assuming they are pals, amigos, and he says, I have this idea. I want you to walk me. A good friend says, no. No. <laughs> I'm not doing that. If you want to find someone to walk you, it's not going to be me. As your it's friend, probably his I will fucking, not It's probably his wife or some crazy Oh, shit. God, even worse. A <laughs> wife right. would run, you know? Right. Oh, or, no, I think I it guess your like, wife, it's slightly less weird. Like, if you just have to find, like, casual dog walkers, like, to walk you in dog form, that feels mm-hmm. weirder to me than, like, I got married and then admitted to my wife that I wanted to be a dog now. And she was like, you know what? I love you. I will walk you like a dog. Like... That feels less weird to me than just being like, "Hey, Wes, uh, I, I need to, I need to go for a walk, bud. You mind stop swinging by? I got, the, I got my leash on. You bet. I'm bringing the dog treats. I'll be right up. You know what what if? But what if? What if she? What if she's? He's like a total cuck, and she's like, "Hey, you know, you're my best friend, right? Yeah. Well, you know who really makes a good best friend? Who's that? A dog. I want you to be my dog." He's like. I'll do anything for you. I'll do anything for you. Yeah, that's that's entirely in the realm of possibility. So like, she could be the weirdo, and he could be a just a total pussy bitch. Yo, because look in the deep dark recesses of the internet and Reddit, especially, <laughs> I've seen some motherfuckers be like, "I would love to be your slave. Do you want? Do you want to stuff stuff inside of me? Do you want to dress me up? Go for it for free." And so, like, that's, this isn't that fucking far off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just say, like, I'm going to be dressed up as a dog. You always liked a doggy style. <laughs> Now's our chance to live it out. Yeah. Now's our chance to do it. This is, this is ridiculous. And you're right. She is complicit. And I, I'm actually, I was getting a second look at a lot of these things. These claws look fucking ridiculous. They don't even, they, they look like, I, I don't know. They look like something out of Jurassic Park. And, you know? Yeah, I know, but like I, I, I gotta say though, I mean, for the first of its kind, I'd say he knocked it out of the park. Yeah, Gen One. Yeah, you're right. Two million yen came to fourteen one six one Americana. It's a lot of money. Yeah, you could buy yourself a, I don't know, good Hyundai. Yeah, you buy a low, a low, a entry model Hyundai. That's okay Hyundai. An okay Hyundai. No, maybe not with Hyundai. Maybe not with the turbo, but you know. <clears throat> Mine was less than 14. <laughs> Damn. Just saying. Didn't come with a dog, Collie. I <laughs> tell you that. <laughs> All right. I'm sick of fucking men dressing up like dogs. I want to get smarter. Do we know a lot of them? I want to get. <laughs> There's this club I belong to. Hold Actually, on. wait, uh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Is he gonna be shitting in the park? I just need to know that. Because oh, if he's, because so. if he's, I don't want him using the toilet. If, I, if he needs to own this whole fucking thing, I want him squatting. I want him doing the fucking 
I want him doing the fucking like crouching tiger, hidden poop, like in the park. I want him doing yoga moves. I want to see that arched back. I want to see giant fucking turds coming out the back of this yeah, fucking two hundred pound collie. Look, looking at looking, he's got to stare uh, directly at you. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, help me. I'm, I'm in a vulnerable position. Watch, you watch, watch my back. I'm pooping. <laughs> and d- dismiss the fact that it's man-sized poop coming out of this dog costume. This is a this is what a collie poops. <laughs> Ooh, I had some chili peppers last night. <laughs> it's goddamn uh, park goers have been feeding me too much. Oh God. <laughs> well, are we ready for some knowledge? Knowledge me up, bro. It. Hopefully it's a dog question. I hope so. Do I have any dog? Let me see. Do I have any dog? Do I have any dog? Do I have any dog? Uh, I don't have any dog, but I do have five fun facts for you fuckers on a Friday. Let's get to your mental floss. Amazing facts. Brought to you, of course, by our great friends over at the Shin Splints Recovery Group and our not-so-new friends over at the Flat Earth Science Advocates for Truth, a very slow-growing Facebook group, so I do uh, recommend that you go over. You like the page, you talk about the page, maybe bring up some alien stuff, okay? How did the aliens penetrate the disc? I don't know. It would be amazing to see that brought up at a congressional committee. Now, Wes, I know you don't like the alien UFO stories that I send you all the goddamn time. Um, However, I did see that there apparently is footage of an alien interrogation um, that is going to be submitted to a congressional committee. So they tied this alien down, they spoke to it in English, and he could understand it? Um, incorrect. They didn't tie him down. Apparently he had some sort of uh, respiratory problem, and the respiratory and heart sac is one unit, and they were actually giving him medical care, and they didn't talk. Uh, they brought empaths in to actually communicate with him telepathically. Damn, you totally lost him. I thought you had him there for a second, and then you totally lost him. Unfortunately, all the words I said are truthful statements. Oh, yeah. According to, you know, those uh, with knowledge of the source subject, the whistleblowers that will be testifying on Congress. So, anyway, I say you go discuss these topics on Flat Earth Science, Advocates for Truth. But if the alien thing is real, man, we took it really well. They waited, like, what, 70 years to fucking break it to us, and nobody gives a shit. All right, look, if this turns out to be true, I'll dress up as a dog of anything that you all want in a much less than $14,000 suit in the park of your choosing. Okay. Central Park, Druid Hill Park, Allen, do you know a few more that are that are famous? Whatever. Link, Lincoln Patterson. Park. Patterson Park, right here in, oh, right here in our hometown of Baltimore, Maryland. Okay, well, okay, before we get to Fun Fact Friday, serious question, though. Considering all of this stuff... It, it, I'm not saying it's a 50-50 coin flip, whether it's real or not real. But with all the stuff we've been inundated with, with UFO stuff, what if, like, tomorrow they were like, yep, yeah, it's all true. Are you... Then I'm wrong. Then I'm wrong. I'm no, wrong. But, That's fine. But is, okay, but is that is that your only reaction, though? Like, fuck, I'm wrong. No, I'm, I'm amazed. I want to know more then. Okay, but... Like how amazed? I guess my point is, is if this is a secret that's been kept from us for all this time, because you know, for our own safety, like, oh, your minds will melt because you won't be able to understand reality anymore. Isn't that gone? Hadn't that chicken flown the coop? I suppose, but I mean, how how would how are the minds of congressmen more fucking ready for 
some information that we can't handle. I not. don't disagree with you. I'm, I'm, but I guess what I'm saying is, is like, I they've kept this secret because of what? Anybody have an answer for that? Like, why would they keep uh, it? We, the Americans are way too fucking dumb to have handled that at any oh, other time. Oh, then what about the Europeans, the Australians, like the, the Asians? The edge, they're, I'm sure that they're fine with it. Uh, we are a dumb population if we haven't noticed over the last, like, I don't oh, know, then what about the Canadians? six to eight years. They, they don't, don't count. fucking count. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Come on, I think buddy. This, they, look, man. Whatever we do, they got they just they're in line yeah, behind us. Okay, they're just there, right. fucking putting poutine on fries and shit. You know, have fun, Canada. I, I Goddamn, some blue cheese crumble. Really <laughs> yeah. season things up. A bit. Seriously, Canadians. Yeah, at least their curds are fucking delicious. You know why Canadians are so happy? Because they don't have to worry about anything. Like America will handle it. We'll be fine. We're up here. It's cold. Nobody wants to come here anyway. There's very limited immigration going on north of the border. Like, what do you want us to do, America? Oh, shut up and eat maple syrup. You got so, so, it. So, so UFOs don't don't travel into Canada. Just I'm not saying it doesn't. But no, no, no. It's not that they don't travel into Canada. It's just that, like the Rock said, it doesn't matter if they travel into Canada. Because fuck you. We'll handle it. NORAD, North America, that means us, not you, Canada. You are us. I'm just saying, like, I, I feel like tomorrow if they if this all comes to fruition and they said, like, yep, the aliens are real and we have their technology, I just feel like we would turn the channel. <clears throat> and we would go to, like, my... I, I mean, according to you, uh, we were helping an alien who had respiratory failure. Yeah. Who had, who had, like, popcorn lung or something. Yeah, you know what? And I'm actually, like, proud of the United States government. I've, for, for once this decade, I'm proud of my, uh, I'm proud of my governing body because they Wouldn't took care. Wouldn't that be crazy? They're like, like well, like, what's, what's his diagnosis? And he takes a stethoscope out. He's like, the best way I can describe it is popcorn lung. But since it's an alien, it's, uh, it's, it's, more, it's more nuclear than that. <laughs> it's like this guy's been breathing the back end of a nuclear bomb for 14 years. Well, one thing they did say is that he didn't have a uh, he did not not have a dynamic genome like where we have chromosomes from two separate parties. This was one, just one genetic strand. So it means that they were they were like all uh, hermaphroditic. Um, they did not use a two party reproductive process. Mm. So Thanks. almost like like the Matrix, like they just made him in a petri dish, and there he gotcha. was. Damn. With his with his lung heart sack just foaming at the mouth, speaking out dressed of dressed up in dressed up in a collie suit. That's right. <laughs> Let's get to it. Five fun facts for you fuckers on a Friday. Did you know personalized license plates are a bane of each state's motor vehicle division as they cannot authorize plates that could be considered offensive or um, be indecent in any language. If you live in Arizona, forget about getting ass clown, <laughs> A-S-S-C-L-W-N, uh, big fart, or got to pee. In Colorado, Ben Dover, or Snowho are no-nos, and you can't be badass, ballin', boobies, or boob one E-S in New Jersey. And you can't be tax hell in Maryland. Uh, Everett, a friend of my dad, tried to get that. And they really? said, no, no. He thought that was great. What, could he do, well, could he do tax 1-1? One, one? I guess I'm I, asking. I'm just, I, I, don't, know. I don't know. I, know. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know how in-depth uh, he got with the, uh, the, the MVA. So anyway, now, now, now that you mention it, I'm sure that, that 
I listen, I've seen some really ridiculous. They're all ridiculous, aren't they? Have you ever seen one that you were like, yeah, that's God, look at that. That is that is poetry. It's like that 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 person got struck with a inspiration arrow written by Shakespeare. He's like, you know what? Tomorrow I'm gonna go down to that MVA. I'm gonna be like, you know what? Put I don't know. I'm drawing a blank. I'm shooting blanks. The uh, mo- the most clever personalized license plate I ever remember seeing. It was in like the mid '90s, and this person had you know other uh, identifiers on their car, but the license plate was I M one R U one two, and they were obviously a raging lesbian. And it was like, oh, very clever. Okay. Yeah. I can deal with that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That was clever. That was clever. Subaru, wasn't it? There's <laughs> <laughs> a very fine line between stupid and clever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, have you watched, um, oh, what is it? Oh, have you, uh, the, the Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, uh, television series thing on Netflix where he plays like an aging CIA agent. Oh, I think no. I saw a clip of him like calling some dude fat like on TikTok. <laughs> well, the 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 chi- one of the chicks on the show it like her her name is they call her Rue and they, finally they're like and Ruth, what do you think? And she's like, "Oh, Rue. That's short for Ruth." I thought it was because you drive a Subaru. She says, no, I drive a Subaru because I'm gay. You don't even know my real fucking name. <laughs> Look, some my girlfriend drives a Subaru. How dare she? Some stereotypes are true. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Did you know, between the 16th and early 20th centuries, artists used ground-up mummies as paint pigment. It was also thought to be a potent medicine. Mm, that doesn't, yeah, that doesn't sound. I mean, the paint well. thing makes sense to me, but the potent medicine doesn't <laughs> fucking ring any bells, dude. Those oh. the wild times back then. Yeah, you know? and how? I mean, how, like that's got supply and demand. How much ground up mummy was right? there accessible? Right? Well, I think you I mummified mean, most of your dead back then. Most, okay. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like reserved for like pyramid dwellers. I do know that I, I do know that like okay. some of the some of the the tombs had like a couple hundred like yeah. uh, servants mummified, so, like you know yeah. to serve them in the afterworld and all yeah. that shit. That's so maybe part of it too. Like yeah. when you're when your pharaoh dies, like everybody dies. They killing your kids. They are killing your wife. They are killing your servants. Your fucking cousins and shit. You got to go with them to the afterlife, but he's dead. I'm, and plus, there was probably just some paint maker guy out there who was like, I know how we can make a pretty penny on some of these purple pigments. <laughs> Give me some yeah, of the right. mummies. We'll ground them up. Yeah. We'll charge an extra thousand dollars a fucking pint, and uh, we'll sell them to idiots in New York's Greenwich Village. And then imagine the whole fucking eco or like economic system around it. You had people that were making fake stuff, and then you had people who could differentiate between the fake and the real stuff. Like, oh, that's real. That's real ground-up mummy right there. That's genuine <laughs> shit. Like, nope. <laughs> you got scammed, ma'am. This is bullshit. But, okay. <laughs> this is actually legitimate shit. <laughs> but what, oh, God. <laughs> besides, like, like black, like, what pigment is a mummy making? That's what I was wondering. Like, yeah. Ground-up. I don't know. I don't know. Let's I just feel like. 
ground up dead body, like blackened by time, I think you feel like you only get one color out of it. <laughs> You're on point, Pharaoh, all the time, Tip. <laughs> yeah, look at that. You know what's the best part of this? Is <laughs> uh, every time I look up a fact, like not every time, but a lot of times I look up facts, and like in my fact is like, man. How white people sometimes. So Mummy Brown. Mummy Brown was a pigment of paint that became popular in Europe during the 16th century. The rich brown color was made from grinding up Egyptian mummies. So the Egyptians weren't even grinding up mummies. Fucking Europeans were like, we need brown curtains in this fucking foyer. Let's go grind up some Egyptian mummies. Uh, The proper pronunciation (laughs) is foyer, by the way. (laughs) Fucking French weirdo. By Both the way, that's human a and feline, by the way. That's Ooh. a little foreshadowing from a a listener comment later on, just so you know. Tight. <laughs> Did Stand you know fish can suffer from a condition similar to depression in humans? Ooh. Did you know I can suffer depression from listening listening to a fish live album for over a half hour? Oh my god. <laughs> okay, can we all get this out of the way? Like we're all like musically, you know, we, we got our things. You guys are more into hip hop than I am. Oh my God! What the hell was that? Um, is that a fish? Fish? Uh, you're listening yeah, to fish? That's a happy <laughs> fish. Are are jam bands like the bane of all existence? Like like a band like Fish. I can't get into Fish. I can't get into the Grateful Dead. I can't get into Fish. All these fucking jam bands, like uh, just playing the same fucking thing for twenty fucking minutes. Why? Well, see, it's not the same fucking thing. Like, mm. but like, I'm with you. I'm not a fish guy. I'm not really a grateful that guy. Uh, I will say that probably like the deepest I got was like Dave Matthews Band, but like their jams, like their their concerts end in a single evening of entertainment. I don't have a weekend to fucking go down a fucking acid trip with fish. Like I I, I don't got time like that. And I'm I I, I can, you're not allowed to put shoes on. Apparently, it's a thing. So like fucking no, I fuck fuck fish. And you yeah you're right. And I'm probably going to get a lot of heat from anybody that listens to this because I got a lot of fucking fish head friends. Yeah. And nope, not interested. I I mean, I, I did a, let's say, it was like an evening and it was a a very prominent, very forefront Grateful Dead cover band. If I were naming the band, people would be like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Probably yeah. like Shane's like Gray or something like that. No, it's not. It's, it's like, more, like something, something, mm. something Mummy, dead Mummy Brown. Yeah, mummy, mummy brown, and yeah, um, but it was it was it was just an evening. It was like six to nine o'clock, and by the end of it, I was done. I was like, "That's fine." I had I had a good time for for most of it, but a whole festival surrounded around that stuff. Yes, yeah, that that's. Hey, listen, man, two weeks around. You want to go to a collie park and get fed fucking dog treats with the other collies? You are fucking man, aren't you? That's fine. If you want to go to a fish or a Grateful Dead thing. Chris, I have a cousin who traveled with the Grateful Dead in the fucking early 90s. But see, I can get that for the culture of it. I, I get that. Like the people, it's the people, it's the culture, it's the it's the event. But the music, I mean, fucking give it a rest, like the same scales for like twenty minutes, like just move on, play the next fucking song. You got you don't understand. You don't you don't yeah. get it. That's you're fine. Right. You're right. I don't and I don't I don't want to. Maybe you don't get it. Maybe you're the problem. Maybe you're the weirdo. 
<laughs> Fucking collie-loving motherfucker. Did you know? Matu- I don't love collies. Take that back. Take it back. Son of a bitch. Matatuplia is an old, obscure word for getting up on the wrong side of the bed. According to the Macmillan Dictionary, the word is derived from the Latin name Maltua from Malta Mater, the Roman goddess of the dawn, and the Greek word for lipe, meaning grief or sorrow. So, Jesus Christ, people, man, people being assholes like from the get go is not a new phenomenon. Where does Maltov cocktail fit into that? Where do you think the root word? That's because that's what I was trying to tie it into. Well, I guess there was probably a war. Oh, I'm I'm just I'm just spitballing here. The That's the fine. the mm-hmm. Mal, the, the they're like a like an archipelago or something. The Malta the Maltovs the Matovs the Matas. The Mal, there's the Maldives. The Maldives. Yeah. And Maybe I bet fish they, fish was playing there, and they were like, "Fuck this!" <laughs> and they just started fucking chucking pure grain alcohol at each other in bottles. Dude, a Maltov cocktail. By the way, I've got some recipes for you if you'd like some. <laughs> <laughs> you got you got the uh, the dosage the right amount of oh, yeah. fill to this. Put that in there. Look, bottom line is gasoline, sugar, and styrofoam. Put in a fucking glass, fucking like a Corona bottle. Uh, dip that fucker in some diesel. Give her a light. And give her a chuck. And you're on your way. We are now on a list. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you could look this up on the internet. We're gonna get calls from. We're gonna get calls from someone probably. Okay. All right. Well, we'll, we'll move on. And fine. This is Soviet Russia, gonna, buddy. We're gonna get. We're gonna get calls from a from a fish manager. I heard your goddamn podcast. Yeah, probably. That's probably more likely than anything. You haters. I think a Maltov cocktail to a fish concert. There we go. <laughs> Everybody wins, except for the people at the fish concert. Did you know? In July 2014, old love letters between President Warren G. Hardin and his mistress, Carrie Fulton Phillips, were unsealed by the courts for all the world to blush over. To throw people off the trail, Harding, who passed away on this day 100 years ago, originally concocted a lurid code for his writing where he referred to his penis as Jerry leading to wonderfully awkward lines such as, quote, Wish I could take you to Mount Jerry. Wonderful spot. Jesus, what a sleazeball. God damn. Mount Jerry. (laughs) (laughs) So so Warren Warren G. Harding had a a mistress. Yeah, I think they all did, man. Yeah. Haven't you seen Mad Men? It's all about the mistresses. I mean, those are... are Fucking advertising gurus and but have you ever New seen York a picture 60s? of Warren G. Harding? Like he doesn't see I don't know, he just doesn't seem like the 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 mistress the mistress type. Yeah. I mean look, look at that guy. Right? And that guy just oozes sexuality. You mean he doesn't look like a guy? <laughs> I mean, that guy's that guy's guy's Val Venus written all over his face in the twenties. Val Venus. Thank you for that. I was actually wondering a couple weeks ago, like, of all the people from the Attitude Era, what happened to Val Venus? That was such a great, like, for the time, like, hello, ladies. (laughs) And he comes out in a towel. Yeah. The big Balboski. God, man. what What a character. The other, one of the other great characters from the Attitude Era that, like, I can't remember. He changed his name a few times, but um, 
Was it Mr. Anderson? Was that what he... Oh, Mr. Kennedy, right? Mr. Kennedy. Or... He eventually turned it to Mr. Anderson after the Matrix when he switched over to some other league. I don't know if it's WCW or AEW yeah. or whatever. But, man, that guy was good, too, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was, he was in the... So, <clears throat> so this guy, uh, the, was it after he passed away, Warren G. Harding? They unveiled these things? They just revealed Extra, them. I'm looking at extra, extramarital affairs. Yeah, that was they, 2014. They were unsealed. Damn, they gave him almost uh, almost a hundred years. Yeah, it's a t- historian Justin P. Coffee in his 2014 review of Harding's biographies criticized him for obsessing over Harding's sex life. I don't have anything about Mount. Uh, was it Mount Jeffrey or something like that? Jerry. It was just the name of his penis. So like, he would be like, "Hey, Jerry's been thinking about. Jerry's been asking about you." <laughs> <laughs> hey, you even do it in your old timey news voice too. Jerry, Jerry's what? been asking. <laughs> Jerry was just wondering if you were making a visit this weekend. That's exactly how he said it, though. Yeah. I got this collie suit in the corner. I was hoping I could use it today. So obsessed. You're gonna get a collie suit now. <laughs> Who me? Well, yeah, if man. aliens are real, I'll do it. Or any other dog you want. Great Dane. Really? Chihuahua. Hold yeah. on, Alan. Are mark this down. Yeah, I was like, are we committing to that? If this aliens is, are real, record. if sure. aliens are real, then we get to dress Wes up as a <clears throat> listen pet this, of our choice. As a pet of can, our can, choice. Can I, can I can I have a stipulation in this? This is sure. a lifelong bet. This isn't something forty years from now where I'm eighty and then aliens visit and like, mm, yep, see, you said it. I'm talking about this whole like congressional hearing thing. Okay, so within. Okay, so if we have confirmation... I'll give you five years. I'll give you five. There you go. I was going to say four, so you're giving me one more than I even asked for. Mm. Perfect. I was going to give you the end of the decade, but I'll give you I'll give you five just to be safe. What years? You know, some crazy bad. Okay, 20, that's a two. 20, Fuck yeah, all right, fine, all right. Deal. Take, you'll take what you can get, right? Yeah, deal. Look, bottom line is there's no skin off my back, so what do I give a shit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, there's nothing that you have to do if it doesn't happen. I actually ought to throw that, a twist into there. A double or nothing. Maybe like two years from now, <clears throat> I'll say, "Hey, look, if aliens do come about in the next two years, you'll double down anyway." You'll be like, "No, well, you know, they just haven't come up with enough evidence to prove." But I mean, they had respiratory failure. They had one like breathing. You know, they had one like head with his heart, with his penis in the same region. His Jerry in the same region. His Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> it was Warren G. Harding. That's what all penises uh, are called now. Jerry's. <laughs> And that, my <laughs> friends, is your Fun Fact Friday. It sounds like a Rick and Morty bit. I was going to talk about the uh, gentleman on the lawnmower. Before you go, we're going to save that for next week because this week we want to do what the middle class holes do best, and that's give tribute to celebrities who passed away. We First of all, we missed out on Tony Bennett. We missed out on Sinead O'Connor. Do we need to talk about those two at all? No, I don't think oh. so. Other than... This Italian joint up by here uh, has a has a quality dish. It's called the rigatoni Bennett, and I find Ooh. it fucking phenomenal. What nice. what is, what do we got in there? Uh, it's like rigatoni and like a, like a standard meat sauce, and then it's like topped with cheese and baked. So it's, it's pretty fucking good. Like yeah, it's it's not bad at all. Tumble, rigatoni, is, is it that? crumble? Is it crumbled blue cheese? It is not. <laughs> I would fucking throw. I would buy it and then throw it at the chef. <laughs> I will say my, my my sister we were at we were my my cousin was in town from Texas 
and we went to the we went to this local like uh, brew pub kind of place. Any which way, she got like one of those like what what do you call that? What's that fancy word for like cheese and crackers? Char- um, charcuterie, charcuterie, or but charcuterie usually has meat. But I, I, but that's fine. Yeah, I got charcuterie traditionally is a meat and pickle and cheese and cracker and a few other things. But as we've gotten more sophisticated, they 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 haven't segregated it to like just meat. You get meat and cheese and things like. That. Okay, but anyway, well, go on. Yes, she she had like th- there was crumbled blue cheese on there. And it was fucking like it was like green and blue, and I was just like, God, God, nibble off of that. Oh, it was the funkiest shit in the world, and I was just, but I couldn't help myself. It was just something like it was like it was like getting hot wings or way too hot, and you're like, eh, I can't eat any more of this. I'm gonna try another bite, and I just kept fucking like nibbling at this. Shit. Oh, there's something fucking addicting about it, man. I don't even know where this is going, but any which way, what was your point? <laughs> What I just about? wanted to talk about blue cheese. <laughs> about the uh, something Bennett. Oh, Tony Bennett. Tony Bennett. Tony Bennett, blue cheese on top. Yes. Anyway, Sinead O'Connor's dead. Tony Bennett died. One yeah. sadder than the other. I'll let you choose. But the saddest of them all is obviously uh, Mr. Paul Rubens. Of Paul fucking Rubens. Pee Wee Herman. Uh, God, I didn't, it, it, it slays me that, I mean, he was just a, a little bit shy, actually, maybe 70 or something like that. Had a very private bout with cancer. Um, it actually doesn't shock me that the guy was 70, but I don't know, man. Pee Wee was a pretty formative conjuncture of my, of, of, of my young years. Big Top Pee Wee, the Pee Wee Herman show. Uh, I actually saw him many years later uh, watching a Cheech and Chong's next movie. Where he just, I'm the guy from the hamburger store. Uh, and actually looking at it as IMBD, he was in Batman, Batman Returns. Yeah. Uh, let's see, he was in Blues Brothers. Uh, a few other things. Oh, Chris, he made a cameo in Cocaine Bear? I didn't know that. Oh, wow. I don't, I don't, well, we haven't, I haven't seen Cocaine Bear yet because it's not out on the streams just uh, for freebies yet. Oh, I think um, it is. Either way, the, the, your, your thoughts on the passing of Paul Rubens? just a fucking unique weird talent and going back and watching some of the YouTube clips over like the last couple of days he just kind of like stumbled onto this character and then it started to kind of grow and he just fucking went with it it was fucking weird I don't think our parents knew what was up with it it definitely wasn't a kid centric character I just think he fucking got off I think some producers who saw a money grab on the table Offered him something. It's like, hey, that character you do, that's good for kids, right? And he's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did not talk like that in real life. <laughs> yes, sure it is. And then he just fucking went with it. And it became a fucking Saturday morning staple. But it was not for kids. It was an adult play show. And it had so much innuendo. And it was out of place. It was out of time. It had, and he just fucking rolled with it. And God bless him for it. It made my generation like weird in a good way. Like it's almost like you were in on the joke, but you didn't get the joke. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's novel. That doesn't come around very often. And so, I mean, I honestly feel like. 
when he got arrested for the the, the whack job and the uh in the theater, <laughs> I feel like I, I I feel like that was like the the uh like the tipper gores of the world like trying to shut him down. Like I feel like they finally got the joke and they were like, No, 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 this guy can't talk to our kids anymore. We gotta go into the we gotta go into the porn theater and find someone with a dick in their hand and like, oh wow, you mean you you, you raided a keg party and there was a bunch of fraternity guys there? Like, ooh. Like it was the most obvious, like you raided a skin flick and you found a guy with a dick in his hand. And it just so yeah. happened to be B.B. Herman. Yeah. And then he then he shows up at an MTV movie awards and he asks B.B. Herman, he goes, Heard any good jokes lately? <laughs> Hilarious. I think, first of all, uh, him in Blow was a great character. Phenomenal. Where he he plays his counterpart. Uh, He's also a vampire in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I'm not going to read off all this stuff. But here's like, I watched the show when I was a kid with my parents. On Saturday mornings, between, between like somewhere wiggled in between my jam-packed hat, like my jam-packed morning as a seven-year-old, between wrestling my pillows, watching wrestling, wrestling my brother. I I sandwiched in a half hour of Pee Wee's was it was it the Pee Wee Herman show, um, and then he put out he put out two movies and it was like Big Top Pee Wee and I remember watching that with my brother and the very first scene he has all these like automated things like. Uh, uh, these things that are making breakfast for him. And he's like, oh, hey, hey. There's like, like talking to his dog. And he's got an entire spread out uh, across his, ti- uh, his dining room table. It's like waffles, uh, pancakes, bacon, eggs, toast, fruit, uh, <clears throat> OJ, coffee, everything. And he takes one, one bite of bacon and one sip of his orange juice. He goes, ha, gotta go. And my little brother's like, that's, that's all he's going to eat. And we <laughs> laughed for 20 fucking minutes. We went and watched that scene probably 15 times. And I let's think of it. What I'm trying to say is when you're seven years old and you can remember something really, really well like that, it hit home. It hit your heart. Now, Christ, did Paul Rubens come up with that? Fuck, I don't know. And yeah, I don't sure care. Did. Sure, did. Maybe it was a writer. Maybe it was someone else. Maybe it was a producer. I don't know. He was but, in charge of his own content. And I think that's what people need to realize is like, he made you that was the joke and thank god you got it like at such a young age it's like i'm gonna go through this ridiculous make you wait make you wait make you wait make you wait like that's done and then just move on <laughs> like that was it and yeah. apparently according to him like the whole thing with peewee was like he couldn't remember he was a stand-up he couldn't remember his jokes so he's like how do i make my fucking memory funny so he would tell jokes like he would do long setups and then forget the punchline and that was the joke. And that became Pee-wee. So what you just described is Pee-wee Herman. I'm going to have this Rubes Goldberg fucking machine that makes my breakfast, <laughs> and then I'm not going to eat it. But I'm going to yeah. make you watch the process. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I was like this conveyor belt with, like, perfectly cooked bacon spitting out onto his hay, and then he would, like, feed the dog, like, ha-ha, enjoy! By the way, uh, Batman Returns. So he was the he was the Penguin's dad, and Miss Yvonne was his wife. Oh wow! Gosh. So Tim Burton was in on the joke too. God. Alan, any any uh, any memories? Uh, I know you're. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I remember. I don't remember them probably as vividly as you guys, but like, I've definitely seen all the movies and shit. And like, I mean, it's he's. I was reading something, and he was very much like that. The whole point of that was to give weird kids an outlet and be like, "There's a weird guy," and like, like with the weird we were talking about earlier. Maybe it's not fucking dressing up in a twenty thousand dollar collie outfit, but. He gave the weird kids and the weird fucking people around an outlet. And I think that was his biggest, like, that was his biggest point of Pee Wee. And then the second thing I saw was, as I was scrolling through Instagram and, like, you know, people, I follow a lot of comedians and people are are talking about shit. I I forget whose I found who wrote, like, a very nice, oh, it's the guy from fucking Comedy Bang Bang. I forget his name off the top of my head. Um, But that guy wrote a very heartfelt Instagram post about how, like, Pee-wee allowed him to be weird, and Comedy Bang Bang kind of built off of that weirdness. Like, if you've ever watched it, it's just fucking, it's strange. I don't necessarily find it that funny, but some bits are funny. And But, like, he took off of that. And I think the thing he said that was interesting was that he didn't know, like, you know, Paul was very private about his, about, about the cancer and whatnot. So he didn't know about it, but they used to text and talk back and forth. And one thing he always did was he would, like, for people's birthdays he would remember them he would send them cards with jokes and like telling them about you know how proud he was of them and in that thread multiple comedians like jack black so a couple like i thought i read like five six seven eight of them in a row and i was like starting to get a little choked up I'm like god damn like he did it to all of these major comedians and like jack black was like dude i it, we, it, it lit up my whole fucking day like i couldn't believe that he remembered this thing that we talked about and so he did that with a rack of comedians and like none of them are really the same. You know what I mean? It's like it's Jack Black and Comedy Bang Bang got like they're not really in the same fucking stratosphere, but they're still comedians and all got the love from that guy. And I thought that was super fucking interesting as I was just scrolling through the other day uh, that he touched all those comedians. Yeah. Uh. Co- Conan Conan wrote something and, and I yeah. and I he actually had a he had Paul Rubens on his podcast like a year or two ago and Every year on Conan's birthday, without fail, Paul Rubens would send him some like weird 1990s gif, like as like a happy birthday thing, and it's yep. just like you never you never forget. And he's like, "Well, why would I? Like, you mean something to me? Why wouldn't I? Why would I forget it?" Yeah. It's just like you know, I don't know, man. Like, it, everybody says like, "How many more of these people are like you know Gen Xers and whatever, whatever generation I am, and you guys? How many more?" Th- look. Bottom line is, like, entertainment has exploded in our lifetime, and we are going to be losing more and more of these people as time goes by. And mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Like, I don't know. We remember the weird ones. So be weird. Just don't wear a collie suit. Just don't wear a collie suit. That's right. <laughs> or you're, you're fucking wear it, but we might call you weird. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Chris, be if you're w- funny, if you're funny and you wear it, I might like it. You know what, though? Be weird up here. Don't be weird out here. Like, that's where we respect the weird. We respect the weird and the unique that comes from inside, not the it's, fucking... That's antithetical to this Paul Rubens discussion. Because <laughs> he was outwardly weird. He had talking sofas and fucking Rube Goldberg breakfast machines. He was outwardly strange. And yeah. by the way, in, in this Cheech and Chong next movie, he's getting secondhand smoke from really good weed, and he eventually turns into a lizard. <laughs> I encourage you to watch that. Well, even at the end of like what is it Pee Wee's Big Adventure, and like they make the movie, 
and he's like, "Hey, here comes my big part." And it, but they don't even use his voice, and it's like, "Hold on, you have a call coming in, sir." <laughs> and he keeps, <laughs> and he keeps looking at the camera. It's, 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 it's hyper aware, and that's, I don't know, man. We're better for it, and a lot of entertainment that came from that thought process, we're better for it. Mm-hmm. So, God bless you, Paul Rubens. This is the yeah. best fucking send-off we've ever given. Yeah, this is we, the we only did... one we haven't absolutely botched. <laughs> yeah, heartfelt and, and not uh, not re- not going off on some sort of weird barky Bartholomew fucking <laughs> We didn't adventure. focus on you getting caught jerking it in a theater. No, I think that was a Which setup. Which is still kind of funny. <laughs> I, I think that was a setup. I genuinely do. I mean, I'm not saying you didn't go into a fucking porn theater, but back in the day, there wasn't a whole lot of porn available to you at home. You could, yeah. e- Even when he got caught, there wasn't, like, VHS of it, and, and you had to go to a New York City proper porn theater. And that oh. means undercover New York City police officers had to say, hey, there's Pee Wee Herman with long hair and a fucking Fu Manchu wearing a trench coat, and he's going into this theater. Let's wait until he takes his penis out and then arrest him and put his mugshot on fucking national television and cancel his fucking TV show. If that doesn't scream conspiracy to you, then I don't know how to fucking, like, spell conspiracy. I mean, that's fair. I mean, we, we, we've talked about it on the show. My father, and I don't mean that in some sort of weird... You know, unilateral term. I mean, the man who procreated me uh, went to a couple New York City fucking triple X 24 hour theaters just so he could get a, like a good night's sleep for cheap. We've talked <laughs> I about think this. I've heard He's, this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he, would, he, would, he would like buy a ticket because it was cheaper than a hotel and just sleep there. And he's like, oh, he's like fucking triple X. Like, oh, yeah. He's like, and, and pass out. Now, was he jerking off? God, I don't know. I never asked, and now I'll never get that answer. Damn it, I wish I would have asked. But, uh, <clears throat> like, I mean, what, what's the conspiracy, Murr? That these guys were going, like, yeah, we're going to get a bunch of, bunch of people pulling our hood. And they saw Paul Rubin. They're like, wait a minute. Got got a celebrity. There was a lot of controversy. You might be, I mean, you're only three years younger than me, but there was a lot of controversy around the, the Pee Wee's Playhouse. Because a lot, like, after it had been on for a couple of seasons, some parents were like, what is this? Is it, is it rotting our children's minds? This is a little too weird for Saturday morning cartoons. It's not even a cartoon. And so people started wondering, and then I think people started seeing there was some innuendo in there, and there was some fucking weird jokes, and they weren't sure if kids should be watching it. And when you're not sure of something, how do you get it canceled? You cancel the fucking host. You expose him for not being the character that he portrays. And so Paul Rubin's fucking like, well, the trap was set. He was horny. <laughs> he went to a fucking triple X theater. But again, not as it'd be different if you went in there with a fucking gray suit and a bow tie and a fucking crew cut. He went in, <laughs> I'm here for the action. Let's watch. <laughs> he went in there with a fucking trench coat and a fucking like Fu Manchu and long hair. Just as a right. guy. No one would have said that's Pee Wee Herman. But they made sure they took him down. How many dudes did the same thing and didn't get put on national television yeah. as a shameful act? Yeah, I mean, well, you're right. My wife even was like, didn't he, wasn't he in a porn theater? And I was like, yeah. They just, they got my man. <laughs> like, and, that's how, and that's how they got the show canceled, is by 
going after the man who played the man. And so that's the conspiracy in my mind. They wanted to cancel the show. They had no grounds to cancel the show. They created grounds to cancel the show. That's it. That's my conspiracy. Fair enough. I don't hate it. And and he was harboring aliens. (laughs) (laughs) We'll find out in a couple days. I guess I got to dress up in the favorite dog suit of you guys. All right. Before we get to listener comments, Alan, tell all the would-be Paul Rubin, Big Top Pee Wee, Pee Wee's Playhouse, and Phil Hartman fans where you can well Phil Hartman fans. If you're into into Phil Hartman, have we got the content for you. And it's (laughs) over on all of your favorite social media platforms. We're at MDL Class Holes on Instagram and Twitter. We're the Middle Class Holes on Facebook and TikTok and YouTube. And for your listening pleasures, please check us out on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. That's right. That's right. Uh, we got uh, three comments and a phone call from an old coworker of mine that I'll tell you about. So first of all, it comes from I'll Trip Your Kid from YouTube. Comes from Pine Tree Riot four two eight six. I'll Trip Your Kid uh, basically boils down to uh, where we're secretly, secretly judging kids who act out in public spaces. It basically boiled down to Alan saying, "I'll trip your fucking kid." I don't give a fuck. And simply, the comment reads, no mercy. I like it. I dig <laughs> it. No mercy. Get him. Uh, <clears throat> email coming via Keith Kern. It uh, says, you didn't ask for emails this week, but I'm sending it in anyway. So a week after hearing about Alan discussing uh, how if he had money, he'd be down for hunting and eating humans. He follows up with he'd be okay murdering Murr's family uh, if the power is out for a few days. I'll continue to make sure I only see him in public places. Keep up the good work, gentlemen. I'll keep mentioning the pod to my friends and coworkers. Hope the takes are as hot as the weather. So that's safe, Keith. Alan, he's basically saying, like, you know, you should, should you're not to be trusted. Yeah, I, I mean, kind of like. I listen back. I listen back to that, Alan. Like, yeah, you, you fucking, you, you jump forward a few steps, like real oh, quick. Yeah. Yeah, no, like I, the the friends that I mentioned in that, like that they're they're kind of preppy, and I would be like, I would go to my prepper cut type friends in that in mm-hmm. that scenario. We've had this discussion, and they were like, we might not let you in because you're a problem. And I was like, yeah. facts. That's I was like, you know what? That's totally that's that's reasonable because I will end up being the leader of this cult, and we will fucking murder people. Yeah, you see, now you see, that's why, like, the game of Survivor, I really wish I could get on that show. Like, like, Alan, you would, you would fail that show. You, 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 yeah. you kind of, you showed your cards a little, a little too hefty. Uh, yeah. In that, like, I was like, damn. I actually, when, when I went back through the show to look for clips, I was like, I, I'm not offended, but like, I was like, if I was the type to get offended, yeah. I was like, I'm a, I'm a little hurt by all this. Like, I will kill you. I will kill you and your family. And I'm like, dude, it's been three days. There's still spam. You don't have to eat us yet. You told you told me you got supplies, buddy. (laughs) Yeah, and he would put blue cheese crumble on you. Yeah, I would. That's that time. The murder is not the sin. The crumbles are the sin. Yeah. (laughs) They won't. There won't be fresh crab for me to put on you. So, crumbles. You think Paul? Do you think Paul Rubens was putting blue cheese crumble on it when he was Thousand Island dressing? Next comes from a text from I'll go by MG. It goes, and this was the foreshadowing. Uh, oh, 
Good as your boy Murr again. When did he start saying Tour de France so fancy? You can't eat hot dogs with chili and ketchup and say France like you smoke cigarettes with a fancy <laughs> cigarette stem. That's wrong. That's wrong. Yeah, that's right. That's well, fuck right. the French. Fuck their fucking blue cheese crumbled asses. <laughs> They probably made it. They did. Is that the last of our comments? No, actually, I was going to say I got a phone call today from an old coworker of mine, Ken, who out of the blue, mind you, he, uh, <laughs> Ken got fired uh, <clears throat> years ago. But Ken, he's a, Ken, Ken's a, a, a good dude, solid. I just hadn't heard from him in a while, and I was leaving the uh, the grocery store. <clears throat> didn't recognize the phone number, but it was still within business hours, so I still had to pick it up. And he said, hey, listen, uh, I saw the Facebook clip where you guys were di- uh, discussing or debating whether or not sex was a sport. Wes, you said uh, if, you, if, you, if you do it at an Olympic level, no, but if it was something like a Nathan's hot dog eating contest, that, it, and, you know, that, would, that would be acceptable. And he said, I lost it. And I felt the need to call you and explain that <clears throat> I still enjoy your guys' clips. And thank you, Ken. I appreciate it. You're a class guy. And uh, I, I, I commend you for reaching out to me while I was leaving Aldi with revised that I was about to put blue cheese crumble all over <laughs> this evening. Little did he know. <laughs> yeah, he may, he may have added a, a, a different, uh, different site. Now, uh, I, put a, I was at a... A work lunch with a colleague and i was like i in conversation i was like yeah i do i do this and he was like what and i was like yeah because i don't typically tell a lot of work people <laughs> and so i was like yeah no we do this and he's 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 a young kid he's cool and so i was like yeah yeah here check it out here's the stuff and then he texts me today while i'm out and about and he's like i am geeking and i was like nice. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful that's it. That's it. what we need like-minded people so all right folks well shit i don't know tell us about your blue cheese crumble paul rubin rubin sandwiches a blue cheese crumble uh you stole the words i got a little uh, oh did i see (laughs) i got a little uh i got a little something that i just came scrolling across that i thought is just funny and we'll leave you with that so somebody it was it's it's a twitter it's a twitter screenshot it said pornhub comments are better than the videos so here we go this is a pornhub comment Seriously, after 20 minutes of getting to choke this gorgeous girl with his cock, two little poots of cum is all he could manage? Pathetic. I registered an account just so I could leave this comment in hopes he sees it one day, fronting like you're some alpha male while Elizabeth is performing her heart out. And what do you give her? Two tiddlywinks of cum? I've never felt so personally offended by porn before. You're a real asshole, pal. Courtesy of The Poo Is Here. (laughs) 